Yeah, I'm like Neo now. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. That's Morpheus. Jurassic Views, Ottawa's Raptors Podcast, Bryce Diamond, Wet Monday, Long Weekend. Happy holidays to those who are off today. I think most listeners listening today will be off. If you had a good weekend with your fam, uh, you know, great to hear. Great news. Um, You know, reunions are special. And time with loved ones are really special. When you get together, you hope to have good vibes. You hope to have chemistry. You hope that people are happy to be around the table together. This was not the case for much of the season for the Raptors last year. Let's be honest. Nick Nurse was ambitious in a way that uh, actually hurt the team. Uh, he would bench guys quickly. He would shorten uh, the bench. Um, he would call guys out in the press instead of having conversations with people. Fred Van Vliet, you know, he was ambitious. Ambitious to uh, make a big contract. Ambitious to lead a team that, you know, might not have been uh, at the level where he could lead it in the way he wanted to lead it. I know that's going to be controversial. Uh, We love Fred Van Vliet on this pod. Um, Courtney, Zai, and I all have got love for Fred. But let's be honest. Fred Van Vliet's ambition last year uh, got a little bit individual. And I think it, it got... Uh, he had blinders on, you know, like a, a racehorse, <clears throat> and it affected the team. Uh, you hear that in in the exit interviews last season. You hear that in, um, you know, some of the things that he said. Um, you hear that in what the players are saying this year. Um, and we don't know the full extent of what happened between Fred and and teammates. But we do know the vibes weren't great. We do know guys did not play as well together as they should have. And here we are on this long weekend in Canada, the harvest season, people getting around the table to eat good food, to, to have good times, to build memories. And the Toronto Raptors in training camp playing their first preseason game under Darko Rakovic, Jama, uh, Malalela, the, you know, he has his first, uh, lead assistant coaching role, uh, well-deserved two-time NBA champ, 2019 with the Raptors, 2022 with the Warriors back in Toronto to, to be right there beside 
Tarko, and, and he even said, man, things were not great for this team last year from a relational standpoint. And some of the things that the Raptors are doing this year under Darko are a big change, and it's welcomed. He also said that. And they play in their first preseason game in Vancouver. Lots of enthusiasm from the Vancouver fans. They were happy to have the Raptors in town. And they're playing a West Coast team, Sacramento Kings. I don't know if any Kings fans um, came up at all to Vancouver. I could be wrong. Uh, maybe there's, there's those diehard Kings fans that wanted to see Sabonis, Fox, Keegan Murray, and, and Malik Monk. I don't know. But I think this is a pretty pro-Raptors crowd, as it has been for open trainings, open scrimmages this week, uh, which has been excellent. Uh, that helps the vibes. But you could tell in the interviews things were lighter. You could tell in the play there was joy. We were looking for joy, right? After after the pandemic, after Tampa, Pascal Siakam talked a lot about trying to get that joy back. And individuals had it to some extent. There were some small seasons of runs where the Raptors had some joy. But for the last three seasons, we haven't got that joy. Certainly haven't got that joy back to where it was pre-pandemic. And here we were this week, and you saw glimmers of it from everybody. And when you've got new guys like Jaden McDan- sorry, Jalen McDaniels, I keep doing that. Sorry, Jalen. I know your brother Jaden uh, <laughs> for, for the Wolves uh, has a very similar name. <laughs> but uh, that, you are Jalen. Uh, I know, you know, with Jalen McDaniels and, uh, you know, Garrett Temple as a vet. Of course, Dennis Schroeder, our biggest acquisition this year through free agency. And even Grady Dick, they all had a lighter side to them. They're all happy to be here and they're all well welcomed to the team. Unfortunately, Christian Coloco uh, was not going to be able to partake in everything um, in the training camp, was not going to be able to play in the preseason game, the, the opening preseason game. You might see him for, for the third preseason game. Um, and Precious Achua oddly wasn't there, hoping that he he gets into the lineup. And then Otto Porter was a last-day scratch, which really sucks because we've been waiting like 10 months for this guy, this veteran shooter, who, who we were talking uh, last year, Zion and I, last season, about him being a Robert Ori type. Again, bringing good vibes to the team, bringing chemistry, bringing a, a veteran presence, bringing a lightness. Um, and, and unfortunately, he was a last day scratch or a game day scratch. But you could tell things were, were looking better. You could tell guys' countenance and confidence was better. And last night they came out and played kind of a typical first six minutes that we've seen, and you thought, this is not a perfect team. Uh, we can't have high expectations of this team. We, we've got to have them tempered because of all the changes, um, but also because, you know, there, there's feelings and uh, there's some residual from last year 
some negativity that is still on there that they still haven't completely scrubbed off or, or, or rinsed off depending on who it is. But then things began to change in this game against Sacramento. And I will say this, if you're going to play a playoff team, Sacramento Kings aren't a bad first game in the preseason. You know, there's a number of playoff teams last year and I put this on the Instagram uh, stories yesterday. There's a number of playoff teams that we could play with. I mean, parody has talked a lot in the NBA these days. And yes, there's three, four, five, maybe six teams that are a cut above the rest of the playoff pack. Even some of the play-in teams, there's a bit of a gap, right, between other playoff teams. But there's a a huge pack of teams in the middle who aren't in that elite or sub-elite category. Teams like the Knicks, who we've mentioned, the Heat, the Hawks. And the Kings are kind of in that mix. The Toronto Raptors very much match up, can, can match up quite well against this Sacramento team. As good as they are, as fast as they can play, the Raptors' length and athleticism is there with Sacramento step for step. And now having Dennis Schroeder, we have another guy who can guard, especially a Darren Fox. Frustrate him with the length on the switches, but but you know Schroeder himself is just so fast. There was questions of maybe Schroeder's the fastest player in in the last decade for the Raptors, uh, and that's a good question to think about. I really like that question. But this Sacramento team doesn't have the advantages against the Raptors that they do with a number of other teams in the league, and the Raptors aren't far away. You know, they really aren't. Yes, there are gaps in this lineup. Yes, there are missing pieces in this lineup. You wish you had a little more shooting. You wish you had, uh, you know, a really, really quality guy um, who was on that starting lineup who could who could give you shooting um, presence, uh, kind of that veteran calm. Um, and you wish, you know, there was, there was just a little more speed maybe at the guard position because Gary Trent Jr. isn't a blur. Um, and Schroeder checks some boxes, but not all of them. So we knew there was gaps. But when you think of the first preseason game, you're going to play it in Vancouver. Sacramento's a really good pick. And although we were down seven to start the game, 20 to 13, Sacramento hit some shots. They're feeling good. Harrison Barnes, you know, in his uh, 10th season in the NBA, you know, he's loose. He hits an early one. Um, You thought, okay, maybe maybe Sacramento's offense is just going to be too much. Maybe they're going to get hot and they'll stay hot. But that Raptors length. That Raptors athleticism, that defense started to get to balls. And it started with, you know, maybe some hesitation around passes. Then it's happened with deflections. Then it was steals. The Raptors had 13 steals against the Sacramento Kings in this preseason game. But then the bench started to come in. And and there was a long leash, so to speak. There, there was confidence about 
subbing into the game. Gary Trent started that, and he was hot early. Then Chris Boucher, Energy Bunny, he knows that if he makes a mistake, he's not getting barked at uh, by Darko like Nick Nurse did last year. He's not just getting benched and put in the doghouse, as we said uh, many times in that Tampa season, and even the, the next season you know, when he did have a big turnaround in December, those first three months, including training camp, were difficult for Chris Boucher. He went out there with confidence. Here's a guy who's played in the league for six or seven years. He's a 30-year-old veteran now, and, and he has the calm, but he also has his coach's confidence. Um, and he went out there and played great. Then J- Jalen McDaniels came in, and he played a really good game, buried a three. One of his first made shots hits a three and and they, you know, he was in the OVO gym uh, nonstop and, and they needed him. They needed him to make some of these buckets and he came out and did. And maybe with a out pressures of chewing on a Porter there, Jalen McDaniels gets that early opportunity to build the confidence. And maybe that was purposely done to, to have precious off and auto off because they wanted to see what, Boucher and Jalen McDaniels could do. I have no idea. But regardless, the bench came in, gave him that energy. When the starters came back in, they literally took over. Scotty Barnes looked really good. Pascal, you know, as most veterans do, as most, you know, top 20 talents do, they let the preseason come to them. They're not going to, you know, go all out. I mean, Dame and, and, and Giannis didn't even play in yesterday's game for the Bucks, And a bunch of vets didn't do that. But you could see Pascal, okay, now I'm warmed up. Now I'm going to try some things. Now I'm going to be a little more aggressive. And he was. But you also had the ball moving. Like, a you know, just pinging off each other. Um, these guys were, were held together by an invisible string, it seemed. There, there was joy, there was love, there was connectivity that was missing last season. And yeah, it's only the preseason. And yeah, you don't expect much. But when you see guys off the bench hit threes, when you see OG and Obi hit two threes in the first half and go two for three, when you see Siakam and Pirtle out there moving the ball and making good cuts, hitting screens, simple things. You can see that there's a joy, there's a willingness, there's a commitment to Darko, to his philosophy, to the system, to what JAMA is is teaching them and in trying to implement. And now Toronto's athleticism, now Toronto's talent is starting to shine. They came out in the third quarter and did the same thing. By the end of the third quarter, the Raptors are shooting 56% from the field, 42% from downtown. Again, I know it's only the preseason, but when you start hitting those numbers and you shoot 50, 40, 90, 90% from the free throw line and getting to the line, they were getting to the line, almost doubling Sacramento because they were aggressive at getting to the 10. They're on the offensive glass, frustrating Sacramento. You're starting to see that this Raptors talent is high and they just needed that instilled confidence. They needed that boost from their leader in Darko. And that's great to see. And, and Dennis wants to make this team better. 
This team had 30 assists last night. They moved the ball extremely well. And everyone was doing it. Even Malachi Flynn came off the bench and had five assists. It's great to see playing, you know, with the, together, playing with, with a hop in their step, making the right reads on both ends of the floor. This is what we know the Raptors can do. And then when you see them shooting the ball well and taking advantage of the mismatches, now things turn. Pick and roll game looked decent. Scotty looked better with the ball because he's he knows he's going to get it. You know, he, it's not just going to stick in somebody's hand or it's one guy who's doing one thing. No, Scotty is the freedom out there and he's going to get the ball more. You know, Dennis and Pascal are okay to play off ball. They're okay, you know, to get theirs later in the possession. And they're, they're looking to, imp- you know, to boost the offense in all its aspects. Again, whether it's a cut, screen, um, making the assist, there's not a forced feeling uh, about what this team did last night on the offensive end. It, it doesn't mean much, but it means something. And, and this Raptors team were doing all the things that you'd want them to do. And it was easy. It was really easy. Uh, Darren Fox looked terrible last night. And I know it's the preseason, so I'm not going to put too much on it. But the Raptors were up 25 points in the third quarter. Gary was cruising. OG feeling himself in the second half, dunking on guys, hitting threes. And, and again, when you have 30 assists and it's not coming in the last six, seven minutes of garbage time, those 30 assists pretty much all came before the last six minutes of the, of the fourth. You're seeing that the change was so needed. Um, and it's good. Now, they still have two preseason games left, and then we'll really see what happens, you know, and how this team responds when it gets tougher and, and when things tighten up. But there's no reason... There's no reason to think this team can't be competitive. There's no reason to think that this team can't get 45, 46 wins this season. Um, they're better than they were in 2022. That's that's the thing. You know, Nick Nurse kind of outsmarted other coaches for, for you know, and, and they weren't able to practice because the season is just like such a grind. They weren't able to practice and adjust in the regular season. And so they were able to pick off four, five, six, seven games um, that they wouldn't have and they didn't do the, the season after. You gotta constantly adjust. You gotta allow your players the freedom to think through adjustments. You gotta have the depth. And, and and you're seeing that if there's depth, if there's belief coming from the coach to the players, if there's a togetherness that they can be more resilient. And that was another thing this Raptors team was not last year. They were not resilient. They could get run out of the gym real quick like they did against New Orleans in New Orleans last year. They could completely lose double-digit leads like they did in the play-in last year. They didn't have it. Where they get rattled by DeMar's daughter screaming on the sidelines, or at least us as fans did. And hopefully the resilience of this Raptors team with depth, with Darko, 
spills into the fans. We need it. Listening to podcasts last year was painful. Even the best, most high-profile podcast, it was painful to listen to because how resentful people were, not resilient. And hopefully this Raptors team becomes more resilient because there's more joy for us. Another fun moment in the Sacramento game yesterday was Grady Dick getting run. And Grady is a fan favorite already. I know that his personality lends to that. Um, he's also very available to fans, whether it's in, you know, signing different things. He was at Carabana. He, he was, uh, you know, through a first pitch for the Toronto Blue Jays. Grady Dick's out there. And, and the fans love that. Just like Scotty in his first year was out there, you know, taking videos at Shoppers Drug Mart, getting into commercials, you know, finding himself in various Toronto things, you know, like he was at, uh, you know, Jamaican restaurants and, and whatnot. He was also at Caravana. But Grady Dick gets on the floor and all of a sudden everyone, first of all, everyone is shouting his name at the start of the fourth quarter, hoping him to get out there. And Grady then gets out there and they want the ball in his hands. He makes his first NBA bucket. I think he made two last night. One was a, a kind of a tough leaning to the left jumper. The other one is a three-point bucket, but the fans went wild. They wanted to see him play. They wanted to see him succeed. He wasn't great out there. He was a rookie, but I think if he gets the opportunity with the starters, we'll see. He might play with the 905 for the first two months. I don't know, but it was very fun to see the crowd react to him and see him make a couple buckets after the game. Darko Rakovic was asked in the you know post-game interview, what What'd you think about the relationship Grady had with the fans? What did you think about their excitement towards Grady? His answer, Darko's answer, it was cute with a, with a smirk on his face. And you knew he was like, good for the young guy, but it doesn't mean much for us and what we're trying to do and what Grady's trying to do as a, as a ball player. But that was good. That was good to see. Well, that's it. That's all I got. Short post game. Uh, hoping to do this again uh, next week. It might not be right after the the game, but hoping to do that. I mean, the season's going to come. There's going to be lots of games coming at us. I don't know if I'll do a post game every game this year. Uh, probably when there's back-to-backs, I'll do post game, post back-to-back rather than a post game. Um, hoping to have Zion the pod in two or three weeks uh, to get his thoughts about the preseason or maybe after the home opener. Uh, Tom Anderson's going to make a return hoping to get his thoughts about the preseason and leading in to that opening night um, and what he thinks of, of the chemistry and, and the joy, possibly resilience, um, and, and how that affects him as a fan as he's watching and uh, hoping to get Courtney back on the pod before the end of the month. Um, lots of fun um, last night, lots of work to do, uh, but for now, on this holiday Monday, go enjoy yourself. Go enjoy time with the fam. Peace, y'all.